0: Star Wars 7x7 episode 2062. The first significant details of Project Luminous have been revealed and we're gonna run through it all right here. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voibod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. So here we go, Project Luminous. This is what was revealed at the Luminous event that happened last night. What we know for sure is that the event takes place as we had all been speculating during the High Republic era of the Galactic Republic, but now we have a specific time frame. This is 200 years prior to the events of the Phantom Menace. And whereas on the one hand, it's been made clear that there are no movies or TV series currently in development that have anything to do with the High Republic era. By the same token, this has also been described as an incubation situation where they can invite storytellers in and let their imaginations run wild. I hear the word incubation and that says to me at least the possibility that If they come up with something really remarkable and awesome that eventually could make its way to a screen. But for now, absolutely we've been told that it is a publishing initiative only. Now, the state of the galaxy when these stories begin is one of relative peace and calm. And we have the Jedi Knights who, as we've been told by Obi-Wan Kenobi since 1977, they are the guardians of peace and justice in the galaxy. But... The galaxy is not fully the Republic. The Republic is actually in an expansion phase and does not extend from one side of the galaxy to the other. And so at the borderlands in these fringe spaces, the Jedi Knights are acting sort of like Texas Rangers in the Wild West, are patrolling these areas for trouble and signs of danger and that sort of thing. But then something bad happens, and it's referred to as the Great Disaster. It is the inciting incident for this wave of stories, and it will be described in the first novel coming out in the initiative, which is Light of the Jedi, written by Charles Sewell, and this will come out on August 25th, two days before Star Wars Celebration Anaheim. Now, what is that Great Disaster? Well... We don't know yet, but there are a couple of clues. For example, here's the description of another one of the novels that will be coming out called Into the Dark, and this is by Claudia Gray. It's going to be a young adult novel. Padawan Rayeth Silas is being sent from the cosmopolitan galactic capital of Coruscant, To the undeveloped frontier, and he couldn't be less happy about it. He'd rather stay at the Jedi Temple studying the archives. But when the ship he's traveling on is knocked out of hyperspace in a galactic-wide disaster, Wreath finds himself at the center of the action. The Jedi and their traveling companions find refuge on what appears to be an abandoned space station. But then strange things start happening, leading the Jedi to investigate the truth behind the mysterious station. A truth that could end in tragedy. And then we have the description for the middle grade novel that's coming out as part of this. This is Justina Ireland's book, A Test of Courage. It's due to be released on September 8th. When a transport ship is abruptly kicked out of hyperspace as part of a galaxy-wide disaster, newly minted teen Jedi Vernestra Rowe, a young Padawan, an audacious tech kid and the son of an ambassador are stranded on a jungle moon where they must work together to survive both the dangerous terrain and a hidden danger lurking in the shadows. So that's two novel descriptions right there talking about a galaxy-wide disaster and about ships being knocked out of hyperspace. Add to that the description of the villains, the big bads for this series of stories. The Nile, that's how it's pronounced like the River Nile, but spelled N I H I L. And Jen Heddle of Lucasfilm describes them as kind of like space Vikings. And Michael Siglane from Lucasfilm says that their philosophy is you can't take it with you, but we can take it from you. And Charles Sewell says that the Nile are able to use and access hyperspace in a way that makes them very, very dangerous. And also that they're not just a bunch of uninformed soldiers, that they're unified, but they're out for themselves. So you have the Jedi equivalent of the Knights of the Round Table on one side of this conflict, and you have the punk rock crew on the other side of this conflict. Clayton Sandel of ABC reported that Justina Ireland described them as being like Sid Vicious taking over the galaxy. And as far as the rest of the storytelling goes, the two writers we haven't mentioned yet, Kevin Scott is going to be writing an ongoing series for Marvel called The High Republic, And it will take place or be centered largely around a space station called the Starlight Beacon. I do have to wonder whether that's the same space station referred to in the Claudia Gray novel description, but that has not been confirmed yet. And then we have Daniel Jose Older, who is going to be writing the series for IDW. That's the comic book publishing company targeted toward younger readers. And he is writing The High Republic Adventures. And I've been looking, but I have not yet seen an indication of when either of those two comic series are scheduled to debut. That pretty much tells you what you need to know from the storytelling side. But from an additional background information side about how they developed the series and how they're thinking about it, well, I'll share that with you right after the break. Stay tuned. Welcome back. So one of the things I wanted to share with you was from Tanya Agerto. Tanya, I hope I pronounced your name correctly. She's an SVP with Disney Publishing, and during her segment of the presentation last night, she talked about how publishing and comics kept the fire alive for Star Wars fans in between the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy, and again, between the prequel trilogy and the sequel trilogy. And of course, that makes a lot of sense. And at the same time, there's that little trill of fear (laughs) about 2022 when I hear that. Because, of course, it was 16 years in between the originals and the prequels. And it was 10 years between the prequels and the sequels. So, I hope that doesn't mean that we are in for a long wait for the next movie. Or longer than we already think it's going to (sighs) be. But... Yeah, let's not worry about that until we have to worry about that, okay? Another thing to share is that Pablo Hidalgo says they have brought in concept artists and illustrators and visualists to the level of the sort of work that they would do In a feature film and that will also give you an idea of the scope and scale that they are thinking about this project with. It's not going to be just Jedi and the Nile by the way they're also going to be smugglers and scoundrels and bounty hunters we've been told as well. And the last thing to share is one of the ideas that drove this whole project is a question which was what would scare the Jedi? And so turn that one over in your mind for a while. Personally, I think the answer in one sense is pretty straightforward. It's anything that would have more power than they would be able to handle anything that the Jedi can't control or anything that would be resistant to their power or ultimately something that would threaten their ability to effectively continue as the guardians of peace and justice for the galaxy. That's the sort of threat that we're talking about. It could also be an existential threat for them too. Something that is so dangerous that it could wipe them out entirely. But even if they aren't actually scared because as we know fear leads to the dark side and that's not seemingly a part of this equation, at least as far as we've been given to believe, then certainly one of the things that they would be concerned about is the ability to continue to act as the guardians of peace and justice in the galaxy. And whether that means that they're not able to deal with the threat or whether it means it's an existential threat for them, that seems to me like a thing that would quote unquote scare the Jedi. So... There you go. That's what we know about Project Luminous so far. There are little details here and there, but I think that covers the main points that you can go about your day with, and that's going to do it for this episode of the show. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the galaxy you may be.